Boom. Did I scare you? <laughs> well, good. It's Halloween, so you deserve it. You did scare me, Beth. <laughs> good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I deserve treats instead of scares, but uh, I digress. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, I've got a treat for you then. It's the latest episode of Real Talk. Uh, want an even better treat? Warning, spoilers ahead. Inventory numbers took a nice leap up. That's better than any candy bar. Oh, I don't know about that, Beth. (laughs) I do agree, though. That's great news that inventory numbers are climbing. Yes, yes. And for those that don't know, I'm Beth and he's Terry. And we're the trick-or-treaters here to deliver delight or fright about the Pacific Northwest real estate market, as well as all those critical updates for RMLS subscribers. On to the important stuff, Terry. What yes, was Beth. your <laughs> what was your favorite <laughs> Halloween costume you ever wore? Um, I, I I think if I can recall that far back, and of course that's been uh, a few a few days ago. Yeah. Um, you know, it was Flintstone related because when I was a young kid, the Flintstones were just top shelf for me. Oh yeah. Uh, nothing too dramatic. I, you know, I grew up out in the sticks and didn't have a lot of places to go to get treats for Halloween, so it ah. wasn't all that big of a deal. How about yeah. you? What was your favorite costume? You know, I was thinking about this, and I think that my favorite costume um, was when my daughter was in preschool, and she went to school as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, and I decided after drop-off that I would surprise her as the Wicked Witch. So I had green makeup on everywhere, a big black cape, and was pretty scary looking, and I proceeded to pick her up and Everyone screamed around her and ran for me. I scared all the kids. And my daughter ran and looked at me and screamed. And then after a second said, mom. So I wasn't that scary after a moment. But I think that was my favorite time. Oh, my gosh. That sounds fantastic. (laughs) I live to scare my child. (laughs) Well, now that the fashion segment of our program is over. If the witching hour and it's time to look into the cauldron to see what's brewing. What is it, Terry? Well, you know, if you were nervous about being terrified by this month's stats, relax. The news (laughs) isn't that bad. You know, there are some downs, but as Beth mentioned, there are some very nice ups as well. Plenty of tasty treats. And furthermore, none with razor blades, as the old urban myth would have you believe, for your particular pumpkin bucket or pillow sack. And I do remember the popcorn ball razor blade hysteria when I was about six or seven, and uh, it definitely left a mark. I always threw those popcorn balls away. (laughs) Oh, dear. So let's get spooky here. Uh, here, here's the breakdown by state and let's, uh, let's touch on Oregon first. Um, these figures are in comparison to August of 2023. So just a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. uh, new listings are down 506 units to a total of 4,402 active listings up 199 
for a total of 9,053. Mm. Pending sales down 470 to 3,031. Closed sales down 607 to 2,950. Inventory up six tenths, so 0.6, up six tenths of a month to 3.1 months supply. Total market time is up three days to 47. Average sales price has declined. It's down 19,400 to 536,300 on average. Median sales price also down, a little bit less, down $7,000 to $483,000 even. So how does that compare to September of last year? So September of 22. The great news is, is that there's a lot more inventory. Oregon in uh, totality is up nine tenths of a month since last September. Active listings are also up about 800, but the rest of the stats are just a little bit lower this year. New listings are down about 500 units, closed sales down about 700 units, average sales price down about $8,000, and average median price is down about $12,000. Total market time, as you would expect, is up to about a total of 10 days higher than a year ago. Mm. I think everybody's going to be happy that inventory took a nice leap up and that there are more active listings on the market. That same positive gain, however, may not be applying to sales and overall value, but it's a step in a good direction. I got a Halloween candy comparison for you, Beth. Oh, good. (laughs) A Kit Kat bar. You know, you might have really been hoping for a Reese's peanut butter cup or a Snickers, but you're never mad to have gotten a Kit Kat. True, true. (laughs) In Washington, new listings down 137 to a total of 826. Active listings up 59 to 1,675. Pending sales are down 142 units to 583 total. Closed sales down 163 for a total of 611. Inventory, here again, we see a small increase, up six-tenths of a month to 2.7 months supply. Total market time, up three days to 40. Average sales price, much like Oregon, we see a decline here. It's down 17,100 for a total of 551,900 on average. Mm. And the median sales price is down 25,000 to 495,000 even. So that was in comparison to August of 23. Let's go back a year to September of 22. 
Washington is also showing a nice leap in inventory coming in at six-tenths of a month higher than this time last year. And while average sales price is up about $6,000, the rest of the stats are slightly down. New listings are down about 100 units. Active listings are only down 30 units. Closed sales somewhat significantly down about 200 spots. Wow. And median sales price down about $4,000 compared to September of last year. Mm. Total market time is up, but only three days from last year. So the story in Washington, pretty similar to Oregon, I think. Uh, you know, solid inventory leap, mostly minor decreases in other categories. How about another Halloween candy comparison? Oh, yes, please. A box of raisins. Initially, you're disappointed that you didn't score some nerds or peanut M&Ms. But yes. secretly, you're pretty okay with the sweet raisins, particularly if they're chocolate-covered raisins. Oh, yes. Those were chocolate. always my favorite. Or yogurt-covered. Now, <laughs> for our regular categories, if you'll recall, we cover spikes and trends and all sorts of fun stuff. Here are the spikes, which are dramatic rises or falls in the numbers from the previous month. The Columbia Basin market saw their pending listings fall from 105 in August to only 61 in September. Union's total market time dropped from 78 days in August to 19 in September a dramatic uh, downward spike. Yes. Streaks, which of course streaks are talking about continuing trends when a staff keeps heading in the same direction over time. For September, one notable streak is that new listings are falling across the board with Curry and Douglas counties dropping for the fourth straight month and Southwest Washington heading down for six straight months. Active listings were also taking a plunge, four months down for Polk and Marion and the Portland metro market. Mm. The Portland market also saw pending listings drop for the fourth straight month. Wow. Now let's talk about a few milestones, which sort of mark significant tiers in the marketplace. Sure. In September, most of the notable events were for active listings. Columbia Basin had their highest count at 283 active listings, sep September of 2017. So wow. six years, Columbia Basin saw the highest count of actives. Wow. Mid-Columbia, coming in at 283 active listings, was the first decrease since February of this year. Mm -hmm. The North Coast folks at 592 active listings also dropped for the first time since January of 2023. Wow. Now check this out. Portland Metro had their highest active listings at 4,895 since November of 2019. Wow. So it's been... Four years, give or take, since we've seen a number that high. Wow. Additionally, 
Portland's inventory at 2.9 months supply is the highest it's been since January of 2019. So those are pretty significant. Yes. There really aren't any record breakers this month, but in the new growth category, Portland Metro is down a paltry three units to 323 total. Mm -hmm. Southwest Washington is up eight units to 116 total. And Lane County is way up, increasing 49 spots to 84 total units. Wow. Let's touch on the latest quarterly affordability stats. So according to a formula from the National Association of Realtors, buying a house in the Lane County market is affordable for a family earning the median income. A family earning the median income, which is considered to be $89,061 in 2023 per HUD, can afford 78% of a monthly mortgage payment on a median priced home. And that median price would be $445,000 in September. Wow. The formula assumes that the buyer has a 20% down payment and a 30-year fixed rate of 7%. And those are from our friends at Freddie Mac. Wow. In the Portland metro area, that median income figure is $114,434. And that means a family can afford 84% of the mortgage payment on a $536,000 home. In Southwest Washington, that median income figure is also $114,434. And that means the family can afford 83% of the mortgage payment on a $538,000 home. Wow. So let's do a little Halloween candy comparison for affordability. An <laughs> apple. Yeah, apples are good, but no one wants those on Halloween. They're heavy to carry around, crushing the smaller candy, a problem (laughs) that I always experienced. (laughs) We all want a more affordable marketplace. So this news is definitely an apple. Yes, agree. Overall, Beth, if I were to compare the entire month to a bag full of Halloween candy, (laughs) it might not be an epic holiday to remember, but I'm going home sugared up and happy. Oh, I'm sure you are until the stomach ache starts about an hour after. (laughs) Well, goodness, that is uh, quite the information that you supplied. I appreciate it, Terry. And uh, overall, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy that affordability where you can't even afford your mortgage payment on a, you know, on a home currently, you have to have two incomes, you know, coming in over that amount. So um, still not affordable yet here. But um, anyway, I do want to say the best costuming of financial data goes to you, Scary Terry. (laughs) (laughs) As for our RMLS updates, there's nothing scary about some exciting news. Our new showing management platform, Aligned Showings, is now live on RMLS Web. Yay. It's got, yay, 
It's got all the features and functionalities real estate professionals have come to expect, and it's free. Align Showings is now the default showing program for RMLS. Showing time is still available for a limited period, but we encourage everyone to get up to speed quickly with aligned showings. Yes. We've got, yes, we've got new regular classes to give you the breakdown and a ton of information available to you. So look for links to the aligned showings landing page pretty much everywhere on Armless Web in your email, maybe even ringing your doorbell. Wow. <laughs> we also want to remind you of our annual Haunted Halloween Photo Contest. Excited about your costume choice this year? Proud of the effort you take to make your home Halloween-tastic? Show us by sending us your Halloween photos or videos by November 1st. We love to see your holiday spirit. And you could win a free quarter dues. Look for details on Armless Web and in our weekly newsletters. Very nice. Yay. With all that, we offer you no more tricks, no more treats, only a fond farewell until next month. And I do have one quote from Willie Nelson. The early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> Willie, such an astute philosopher he is. Indeed. I hope you have a wonderful Halloween. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> you as well. So long. Mm -hmm.